Welcome to the Two Fab Femmes Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafaso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Welcome back, Fems. This is Gina. And this is Maggie. And we are so excited about this next show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up your game on the gram. And by the gram, we mean Instagram, ladies. This is going to help you boost your biz, boost your followers, influencer advice. This is going to be great. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. And we have such a wonderful guest, and you'll hear about her all in a minute. But first, Two Fat Fems skipped into a bar. Wee! I skipped and fell, but that's another story. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, no. You know, so I know I usually ask you, like, tell me about your week, but this time it's about me. I'm going to talk about my week first. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. Well, I broke up with the Bumble. (gasps) Yes. Yes, I did. I am so proud of you right now. I can't. Thank you. I'm proud proud of myself, too. I got to tell you, but I'm going with a ginger bee stinger because Bumble has stung me so many times. I'm over it. I'm done with it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And it's not every guy on Bumble. I'm going to preface it by saying that. But the guys I meet on Bumble, hmm. Yeah, I think they need to keep spreadsheets to track all the women they're dating. I'm just oh, saying. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, and they, yeah. you know, some of them, they're nice enough. I'm not going to diss them for being, you know, but it's just, I can't do it anymore. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I don't I'm have tired. the energy. I'm tired. Well, I'll tell you, I've always thought Bumble was a little bit of a weird platform because the woman has to reach out to the man. Uh, that, that's yeah. way too easy for the dude, yeah. in my opinion. But see, I'm I, sorry. What I would think of is like I reach out to them first and leave it up to them because I'm still kind of old fashioned in that regard. Like I, I kind of want the guy to you know reach out to me and say, "Hey, you want to have dinner?" I mean, how hard is that? And I've just had these guys like kind of you know make kind of pseudo plans. I'm gonna yeah. call it pseudo plans. They don't like, have hey, to work. They don't yeah. have to work for it. And then if and then I have to follow up with them like, "Hey, are we still on?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute, here, I'm not doing the chasing thing. You're either, working too hard, lady. Yeah, either you want to hang out with me or you don't, and that's fine if you don't. Just don't string me along or keep me on ice until you figure out what you're doing. See, here's the thing: the guy is getting. The inbox full. Mm-hmm. The woman is not right because you have to reach out, and so oh, you and are you one match. of yeah. you are one of what like who knows? ten women who yeah. might like the same guy. He's got ten in his inbox, exactly, and right. you have zero. Yeah, and to me, mm-mm. and you might have some, but then they go like, and then it becomes this texting. Okay, I'm texting with you. Yeah, but you, you get the yeah. point. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, they are literally sitting back, and right. their inbox is getting full. Right, and no way. There yeah. is no way. Yeah, and then they expect a lot of them expect the women to do all the work because they've initiated it. I'm like, no, I'm done. You know, I'm old school that way. I'm, I'm not going to pursue you or chase after exactly. you. Exactly, It's not my way. And, you know, you can bullshit me all you want. You can say whatever you want, but I can see right through you. I may not tell you that I know what you're up to, but I can see right through you. And I don't play that game. You know, it, you know, I may like think, okay, well, maybe I'm being too harsh and I need to give him another shot. And maybe that's it. But then when I see that pattern continuing, I'm like, nope, done. I'm just walking away. Yeah. And I, you know, like I have this thing where I'm like, take care, which to me means see ya. A I'm, not, I'm not playing this. I'm just not doing it anymore. It shouldn't, again, I've said this before, it shouldn't be that hard. And I know other friends, like, you know, and there's women on there too. I'm not going to say it's just men because there's women on there doing the same, you know, they're just seeing the many men that they can get. And, you know, and they may keep some of these guys hanging and they may keep some of them on a string. Okay. So, you know, women and men could be both guilty at this. I get that. But I, I'm talking about the platform. Yeah. I don't care about yeah. the women that are doing this or the men that are doing this. I'm saying that guys 
don't they can't reach out to the chick first. Yeah. So they're getting their little yeah. inbox full or whatever you guys are doing. However, it, you know, I don't know. They don't know. need to work do for you it. wink or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. What, what, what are you guys Just doing? Just yeah, you, a woman okay. has to chat and say something and, and then the guy something. has to respond. He has no 24 way. hours to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, right? That's too easy. Yeah. Too easy. And it's just like, it does. it's not fun. It's not fun. I'm no. not enjoying it. So I'm, so I'm, I'm done. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. So I'm buzzing off the, bu- buzzing off the bumble. This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, enough about me. How I about like you? It. How was your week? Oh, the week was good. Very good. I guess Jim has a little plan. He's trying to take us to Hawaii. Ooh. I know. That's always nice. It's all very cute. Yeah. And so I'm doing a little Mai Tai this week. Oh. Because I'm, I'm kind of, you know, feeling a little warm a wind in the hair and a little <laughs> bikini action. There you go. Coconuts? Uh, you know, a little coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> on the new coconuts? This is great. Yeah, so my tie, which there. means in Tahitian, out of this world. Aww. And I feel that that is just out of this world if he can pull this off. But it's yeah. all about, you know, like rum, 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 rum. Yeah, it's go. a rum, rum drink. Rum, rum, and rum, I, rum. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Very delish. Ah. And that's where I'm going. Well, I like it. I like it, ah, too. I like it. So, let's get started. All righty. Came to win, to fight, to conquer, to thrive. I came to win, to survive, to prosper, to rise, to fly. An Influencer, speaker, and business mentor committed to inspiring and educating women to live happy and successful lives. Our guest was born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, and later moved to Texas. So don't be surprised when you hear her infamous accent or come across a hey y'all in a post. She describes herself as an accidental entrepreneur, and her online journey has been through many ups and downs, which is why she loves helping other women who want to build a brand around their passion and teach them how to skip the stumbling blocks. At the core of her work, she's all about making women feel beautiful, empowered, and happy. Her mantra? Beauty and happiness begins as an inside job. Welcome, Ashley Diana. Ashley, Woo-hoo. oh my gosh, we are so excited to have you, girl. Yes, we Hi, are. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and chatting with you girls today. Absolutely. Listen, thank you for that cute introduction. I really appreciate it. <laughs> hey, that's all you, girl. I, I know. Just, you know, I'm just, I'm just reading it how I see it. <laughs> so, tell us Thanks. about yourself, Ashley. Other than what we talked about in the in the bio, how did you get involved in Instagram as a career? It's funny you put it that way, Instagram as a career, because it's because you know I just think of me just being me. Like it doesn't seem as grand. I guess I guess it's what you know maybe people on the outside see because I just. I remember like the first day that I had a friend who told me that there was, um, she said, you know what, you have really great, you take really good pictures or you like have really great things to share. Why don't you start an Instagram page? And I was like, what's Instagram? Oh, wow. <laughs> truthfully, because I had never done any social media. And this was like, probably like six years ago now. Like I didn't have a Facebook page. I didn't have anything. Like I was super private, which I know is surprising now, yeah. but <laughs> I, um, yeah, my friend was just like, there's this new Instagram thing and you can upload your pictures. And she said, maybe start like a beauty blog or something. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll think about this. I'll, I'll, so anyway, I thought, um, I had really gotten into like healthy eating and healthy living. And I thought maybe having a blog would be cool. 
but I didn't really know much about having a blog either. I just knew that bloggers, well, I had heard anyway, that bloggers made money and I wanted to, I wanted to have some sort of, you know, career or business that was like very flexible, like very mobile where I could take it anywhere that I went. Yeah. Cause yeah. at the time I was, um, uh, moving a bit with my, with my husband at the time. So I wanted a business that I could take with me wherever I went. I was like, hmm, maybe a blog sounds cool. But I thought to just test the waters, let me try this Insta thing, whatever this is that my <laughs> friend told me about. And I decided awesome. to start posting some pictures, started as a vegan food blog, actually. So oh, I started wow. posting like pictures of food and healthy living and this kind of thing. And, you know, truthfully, back then, there it, it wasn't like it is now where everyone's trying to you know, have a brand on Instagram and this and that, like it was kind of a new thing. So my Instagram grew really fast because people, I don't know, I guess it was just the niche I was in, like healthy living and, and healthy food. It really just took off. People always wanted to see the recipes and um, it just kind of grew from there. And what happened was I actually decided, well, I really enjoy this. I love all the people I've connected with and I love what how I can share my message to a huge audience it's global through an online platform. I but I realized that even though I, I love healthy living and wellness, and that's a huge part of my life, I felt like I had a lot more that I wanted to offer and share with people. So I kind of transitioned into a lifestyle brand. Oh. And from there, I started helping people with their Instagram or their brand and such. And it, now I've kind of transitioned once again into a lifestyle and, and, and business coaching through um, yeah. through my online platform. So that's kind of how it happened and the transition happened. Well, I oh. think that's amazing. Yeah. So you were moving a lot and that was a good platform for you to take with you everywhere you went. You know, and you said starting a blog and moving with your husband. I mean, that's how Pop Sugar started, right? Yeah. She started a Pop Sugar blog and then look at her like a year later. Good God. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how yeah, you girls do I, it. I, that I, is dedication. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. They've done amazing. I love it. Sure. Well, you know, you mentioned, too, about business coaching and things like that. So how important is it to build an online presence via social media now? Like overall, what do you what are your what is your take on that? I think it's really interesting. I think that like, honestly, I don't think social media is for everyone. Like I don't think like, I think if someone truly doesn't enjoy social media and doesn't enjoy networking with people and creating, then I think. I do. I think that that's fine. I think it's important to know whether it may, if it interests you or if it definitely doesn't. But let's say that it does interest you. Yes. I think that having a personal brand or having um, an online presence is huge these days. I have a few different areas I kind of have a presence in. I have kind of the, the wellness niche and the business coaching. And then I also have a presence in the hair industry online mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a really great example that I could share with you, even with that, even for someone, let's say a hairstylist. The reason this is kind of on the, my mind is because I'm launching a, a coaching program for hairdressers this week. Oh, but yeah. my, the thing is, it's very interesting when I've talked with these hair brands and different reps from different companies, they want to work with hairstylists and they want to work with people that not only are great at doing hair, but they want to work with people that also have influence and have an audience. So it's interesting because with they're looking at two different people and maybe they have the same skill, maybe there's someone that has amazing skill, maybe they've been in the industry for, say, 20 years, but they don't really have an Instagram following or a personal brand, 
that person compared to someone who's brand new and has pretty good skills, maybe not as good as the other person, but pretty good skills. Maybe they've only been doing hair for a year or two, but they have a pretty solid, massive following or an online presence or personal brand. The company's going to pick that person. Mm, that's and interesting. It, yeah. it's, it's just the truth. I've actually been talking with some brands about it recently, and it's because it costs less for the brand. They yeah. get they get great quality work, and they also get essentially free advertising built in with it. So I see having a personal brand and an online presence. If it's something that feels right to you, then yes, like definitely go for it because you can take it anywhere you go. You can, it can help you get jobs or have brands work with you or maybe work at a new place. Because it, it, I just think it really helps because companies and brands and businesses, they look at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it does make a difference these days. And so, Ashley, if somebody does have a good following, are they reaching out to companies or are they typically sought after? Because that's something that I've always wondered. How are these influencers becoming influencers? I mean, are they, you know, pounding the proverbial pavement or how does it work? Are you saying are they do they outreach to brands to work with them? Yes. 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 Well, I think some of them do. Some of them don't. I think that the people that really know what they're doing reach out to reach out. They have either someone working with them that reaches out to people or they have, maybe they do it themselves. Like what I used to do back in the day, I used to actually, especially when I had more, um, where my brand was more wellness and and lifestyle, um, health and wellness, I guess. Mm -hmm. I literally went through my house and I just wrote down everything that I used on a daily basis, like stuff that I ride or die, can't live without, the stuff that I'm already using anyway. And those are the brands that I went to and said, hey, this is me. This is my audience. This is what I have to offer. I'd love to work together. Are you interested? Because it's already a natural fit. So, yeah, I think that it definitely goes both ways. Now, a lot of influencers actually have agencies. Now, there are influencer agencies that are just like modeling agencies. But instead of print models, they're influencers. So, it's definitely... It's a business. Yeah, it is a business. That's for sure. That's pretty awesome. I like your idea, though, running through the house and writing all the Yeah, right. We have plenty of that stuff. Yeah, and I actually (laughs) tell people that. Like, if people are like, I don't know what brands to work with, I'm like, what do you use every day? It doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be skincare. Look around you. What are you always using? Like, what would you tell a girlfriend? Oh, my gosh, I, I just love this. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps. Kind of yeah, absolutely. Like, and also, if someone's trying to to think, okay, well, what could my personal brand be? Think about what do you do? What do you get excited about? What do you recommend to people? Start to see a pattern. Maybe make a list of notes. Okay, okay, wow, this is kind of the thing that I'm always doing all the time and always interested in. Maybe this is where I should go. Definitely like something it. that you have passion for. Absolutely. Yes. That makes sure. sense. I like that. Yeah, me too. So let's talk about the underbelly stuff. The really the stuff that I personally I'm just like, I don't oh, <laughs> come on. That's more my, my thing. That's more your thing. <laughs> the algorithms, the tracking followers, whether they're gained or they're dropped and so yeah. on. Because Gina being who she is, she's a little researcher, she gets in there, she's she's good at this stuff. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, Maggie, we had, you know, three followers and then all of a sudden one dropped off. And I'm like, 
where are you getting this stuff? And (laughs) even though we're not, we're just now starting to focus on our own um, social media presence. We have a good listenership and we've been, you know, working on this side of the podcast, but now we're ready to really dive in. Having a podcast is is really huge and super smart. Oh, yeah. Super cool. We yeah. appreciate that. Oh, I, I, <laughs> shoo, shoo. I, know, I know. We're like, coming from you, we're like, okay, good. <laughs> no, it good. really is. We can talk about that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so, you know, getting into all the tracking and all of that, how important is it? How often do you do yes. it? I literally don't track it. Really? I think when I you get to a like point, it, though, it, Ashley, it, it, you don't have I, to anymore. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because you have a significant number of followers. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think if you focus on how many people have followed, how many people unfollowed, like, and actually paying attention to those numbers on a daily basis, for me personally, it makes me lose my mind. Like that makes I'm me not lose my mind. Yeah. And, it, and it's not a good place for me to right. go mentally because I just know I have, and, and this is the thing, before all these like tracking things came out, one of the first ones that came out like years ago was some website called Statagram. And I don't even know if it's still around, oh, never but it was a system where you could see what posts got, you know, kind of all the stuff they have now. But it was like the first one that people that had that. And I signed up for it and I looked at it like a crazy person for a really a, too long. And then finally I was like, wait. And then, and then I saw like when I got on, I don't know who it was now, but someone that I actually really liked unfollowed me. Oh. And then I was like, oh my God. Why did they unfollow me? I liked him so much. What did I do? What's wrong with me? Blah, 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 blah. What's wrong you know, with All that? these kind of things. Oh, I know. So from that day on, I never did it, checked it again. Because I was like, See, wait. I like that. Now, now this, is, this online stuff is actually affecting, like, my actual me, like, uh, my real life. And so I was like, this is not fun. This is not why I do this. This is not. I think it's important to see growth and know that people like what you're doing. But for me to actually track numbers, um, I had kind of a mindset shift and, and I truly don't look like on my Instagram. My, um, this is good. Staff, She's my spirit I, I really dragon. Don't check on, <laughs> on a daily basis or anything that because it just doesn't make me feel good. And I know my thing is like, I know what direction I'm going. I know what I want to share. I know the kind of people that I want to attract in my tribe. So it actually doesn't matter to me if people drop off or fall off because if they do, they weren't my tribe. I, like and that. I, I love think it. Think fantastic. Of it more that way. Yeah, that's like, fantastic. Like, who cares? Just do right. what you're meant to do and put it out there. Right. And the right people will come to you. I that, love it. I know, it's fair. a full-time it's job, fair. Ashley. It is. And she, is. you know, and Gina sometimes it's, and she'll call me, but I know she's tiptoeing to the phone like, oh, God, I got to tell Maggie about the <laughs> algorithms or whatever. And, I, and she knows I'm going to go, Gina, please <laughs> don't. Well, uh, but yeah. I love it. So, well, because I've used this app called Followers and I was able to track like oh, who, fo- who unfollows and who follows. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore because it's, it's, it's just upsetting. And I've seen this big mass of people that have followed us and then immediately unfollowed followed so I was like okay I'm not yeah, gonna do this anymore just like, you know what I mean it just doesn't make you feel good no, and I'm yeah. like I I think if we get clouded like it, it just throws you off balance and then yep. you have to just stay so like laser focused on what you're doing and where you want to go that right. Those things just don't matter. Well, you know, in the long term, in the long term, they just don't matter. That's very true. Well, you led into my next question about, you know, some tips or hacks to grow visibility and gain more followers. But, you know, I don't know if that's kind of in line with what you were saying, where it's kind of more, it seems like it's more organic. But uh, is yeah, that but or? I think that you can be more active about gaining followers. I just think that 
don't worry about if people drop off because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you do everything perfectly. There's always going to be somebody who doesn't like something. So just don't worry about it. It's kind of like I talk to some of my coaching clients and they're like, I'm afraid to say this online. I'm worried that somebody's going to think this. And I always say, I'm like, people already don't like you. Yeah. And and I don't and I mean that in like a nice way. I mean people already <laughs> don't like true. you because it's true though. Absolutely. People already don't like in all of us. Yeah. There's always exactly. there's something that there's we do that somebody. irritates someone yeah, and they absolutely. don't want to follow it. Yeah. So exactly. even if you're doing everything that you think saying nothing's gonna offend anyone. So right. it, we just have to kind of disconnect from that. But as far as visibility and gaining more followers, the honest truth is it's not easy as it used to be. It used to be really easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just flat out honest. It used to be easy mm-hmm. five or six years ago to gain followers because there weren't as, there wasn't as much competition. There weren't as many people around. Right. And people weren't so scarce. It's like, oh, I don't think I want to follow that many people. And it wasn't like that back in the day. You know, I, I have actually a free training that I just launched like two weeks ago on my blog. If you go to ashleydiana.com forward slash links, is my link tree that we made. And there's a free workshop on authentic cross-promoting to gain followers on Instagram. And that is the tried and true method and way of gaining real followers and people that actually care about what you have to say by networking with other people that are similar to you and Mm -hmm. like-minded and you know your audience would like them and and vice versa. So I put together a free training on that because I think it's super important called Creative Cross Promotions. And it's a free training, but that's that's super cool for, for your listeners if they're interested in that. And I also have the free Instagram workshop. But but really, I think that it comes down to post what you really want to post that is, that is, is within your niche. You have to know who is your target audience or your person. Maybe mm-hmm. it's easier to think instead of about an audience. Like, who is the one person who is the exact type of, let's say, girl, the exact type of girl that you want to be following you? Like, what do they do? What do they like to hear? Speak to that person every time you're, you share something. And when you do that, the people that aren't your tribe are going to fall off, which is fine. But that girl over and over and over again is always going to come to follow you because you're speaking to her. So that's the one way to be most authentic is to know exactly who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Have no shame. Don't be shy. Say what you want to say and put it out there online and you will attract your right people. And then find other influencers or other people with a podcast or Mm -hmm. people with a great blog, whatever it is, there's a lot of different social platforms, network with those people. To me, the hacks aren't really like the tried and true method. Hacks are what people want when they just want to be Insta famous. Mm -hmm. If you actually want to have a personal brand and actually really grow authentically, you need to be finding people who you like and that hopefully like you and you can collaborate together on something and, and share what you both have to offer. That's fantastic. You know, and speaking of posts, there's four that we kind of routinely post. We uh, post a new episode every Wednesday. So on Tuesdays, we post a little teaser, which has a little audio on it and kind of gives a fun little little clip from the show. Then we have cool. the actual episode and then we have a drink of the week. And then uh, we had a Friday tip, like Friday follow kind of post. Do you yeah. recommend that you kind of keep on that schedule or is it better to kind of mix it up a little bit and not have the same routine every week? You know what? I think I actually... I mean, I think it depends on the person or the brand, but I really think people like a schedule. People like to know what to expect from you. I think that's that's really good. But I also think that people, within keeping with your schedule and they know what to expect from you, I think it's also really cool for people to see you evolve. Mm-hmm. So how can you evolve what you do into 
something similar, but also something new and fresh and different. I think that that's the key. But yeah, I definitely think people look forward to something that you always put out there for sure. And even if people don't say it, and actually, I got a pretty good taste of this when I first, my first blog I had, um, it was like my first free WordPress blog. And I used to do something called Merry Monday, Tea Tuesday, whatever, Fashion Friday. I don't that's know. What no, but long story short, yeah. the Merry Monday, Tea Tuesday. I always did that. But I, it, I went for a moment, I thought, wait, do people actually care? Do people actually want to see this? You know, that kind of thing. Is this what I should be doing? And then I got the bright idea of getting this brand new flashy website and I paid way too much money for it. And then what happened was when I migrated to the new website, my people that always read and followed my blog didn't know where my things were. And I had so and I actually thought, well, nobody like cares. I'm not even gonna do the Merry Monday or T Tuesday anymore. And I actually had when I stopped doing it for like a month, I I got a lot of emails from people saying like, oh, like I always looked forward to your Merry Monday and T2s. Like, where did they go? I can't find them on your new website. So I, I do. So it was interesting. Cause I'm like, Gosh, people actually do really like it when you're on a schedule. Like mm-hmm. they actually go, oh, it's Monday. Let me see what so-and-so wrote. Or like you said, oh, it's Friday. Let me see what the girls have put out on Friday. So I think that's really good if you can build that community with your audience. I'm sure what your people look forward to it. Okay, that's that's all good stuff. So Ashley, when people are choosing followers, and and is that really something that we should be doing? Are we choosing our specific followers? And should there be a balance between how many followers and how many following? I don't think so. I say follow who you want to follow, and then. Who cares? Just do what, you know, I I think personally, I think people put too many rules on Instagram. Ah. That's what I think. I think people need to have more fun and be themselves more and stop worrying about, oh, I really should only be following 32 people. It's like nobody cares, number one, just being yourself, like that, let that shine through. So yeah, no, I don't think that matters. I yeah, do what you want, be you, be proud. I like Good, it. I like it. I like it too. Well, you know, on that front too, you know, there I know there's a lot of bots out there. Um, you know, is it is it important to spot a bot, and how do you spot a bot, or does it even matter, and is it okay to follow those accounts? Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't follow a bot account. Okay, but. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, but but if we don't know that it's yeah. a bot account, I think oh, is... then it doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, if you don't know, then you don't then you don't know. I think. Well, I think you would know unless someone has a bot attached to their account and they don't know who their account's following. That's no. different. No. You can kind of tell a bot account because no, nothing on it's personal. Like it doesn't make any sense. That you'll probably see some of the same pictures. It's just not. I, don't, I actually have no idea how they work. It like blows yeah. my mind that there's even bot accounts. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't think it matters if you follow them. You know, for some reason you do. And then how do you spot a bot? How do you spot a bot? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a whole other workshop. <laughs> how to spot a bot. Well, you know what? I, I can just tell when people leave comments on my pictures sometimes because maybe it's a meaningful post, but maybe I use the hashtag lifestyle blogger or some, or biz, biz coach. And, but it still is a meaningful post and it had a lot of emotion in it. And someone says, great post with, you know, a bunch of thumbs up and whatever, or like, you're the best. And okay. We know that that's like, number one, I don't know who you are. And number two, that has no relevance whatsoever to like the post. Like you should be, you should be in tears because it was so emotional. (laughs) (laughs) It was 
it's so okay. moving. What do you think you're yeah, doing? Yeah, really. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't give much thought to them. I, I feel like a lot of times it's easy to put energy in the wrong places on Instagram. And I, and I feel like that's just kind of what's out there because that's what's catchy. And people say, do this, don't do that, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? I think, I think we would all be a lot better off if we just had more fun and simplified everything. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Too. Yeah. And, and I got to say, I, I actually feel good that you're saying this because it's a little daunting. It's like, oh, man, I got to get on. We got to post. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, we're going to lose followers. Right. And it just seems like such a full-time job. I, I think, but truthfully, I think the, mo- the most important thing is, there's a few things. I think the most important thing is, is knowing who you're speaking to. And that may not be who your audience is right now. Like maybe you've been not really knowing what direction you're going and you don't know who the heck you're speaking to, but maybe it's okay to go, okay, I really need to think about like, where do I actually want to go with what I'm doing? Like, who are my people? Who am I speaking to? Like figure that out. And if you decide, Ooh, you know what? Maybe who I actually want to be my tribe and my following, like maybe that's not who I have following me right now. Like that's okay. Just start speaking to who you want to be following you and they will find you, especially if you're doing like authentic cross promoting and networking with people and stuff like they will find you. Is there any other tips that you would have for anybody who's looking to become an influencer? I know we kind of touched base on that earlier, but uh, what are some steps that you can share? I think it would be kind of what we talked about earlier, which is take a moment to think about what you actually are passionate about. Because it, it can seem like, oh, I need to hurry, I need to do this, because everybody's already starting and I need to catch up. And the truth is that that's just the story you've told yourself. Like, you can start <laughs> like when I you're ready. It. And yeah. I truthfully think it's better to start when you already have an idea in mind and you already feel like this is really what I want to do and what I want to share. I don't suggest people just stop, because I, I did talk to one girl that did this and I was like, whew, no, I don't know how that's going to turn out. She had literally <laughs> quit her day job. Oh, Lord. And she said, I have enough money for three months, oh. and I need to start making a full-time income. I had just started Instagram. And I was like, wow, girlfriend. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, girl, you can do it. But I'm, I was thinking like, woo, that's that is going to be. So I wouldn't suggest someone quitting their day job because here's the thing. I, in, we don't control or own our Instagrams. So mm-hmm. we got to always have a backup plan. That's so very true. be really careful about that. Like think about what you're passionate about. Again, as I mentioned, think about who you want to speak to. Like who is that person that you totally want to be a part of your tribe? Um, and think, think about the end in mind. Think about how do you actually want to spend your time? Do you want to spend your time typing behind a computer all day writing blog posts? You know, think about that. Do you want to... Are you, are you happiest when you're out talking and mingling with people? Are you happiest when you're having a, talking to people? Maybe, you know, if you're happy talking to people, maybe a podcast is a great way. So it's like actually think about what makes you happy, not saying, oh, wow, this person looks really happy online. It looks like they're making lots of money. And it looks like they're doing all these things and having traveling and doing, having fun. Who cares? Think about what you actually like to do. Because if you're like an introvert and you don't like to talk and be around people, then you probably don't want to have a podcast or, you, you know, that kind of thing. Like, so really think about That's not what our you problem. want to do and decide. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't do what I did in the beginning. Don't change your damn mind five times. <laughs> Choose what you want to do. Stick with it. 
it's important to change and evolve, but it's much easier if you decide what you want to do and stick with it and have a plan. I like that. Yeah. So now this gal that quit her day job, man, okay, that's one that's yeah. a girl. But let me ask you, do you suggest having a, a cap of listeners before you start reaching out to uh, brands? Do you need to have the hundred thousand before you start knocking on doors? Mm-hmm. Or oh, God, no, you don't. You don't need a hundred thousand followers to work with brands or to reach out to people. But I do think you need some sort of audience. What I have found, like I, I found that the more niche you are almost like the less followers you need to have to be able to work with a brand. Like, Oh, that's relevant. If you're in such a specific target niche and you have a very specific community uh, and and like, great. If you had 500 or a thousand followers, but you're so specific that everybody that follows you like have to be interested in this one thing you have a lot bigger chance if you have a brand that aligns with what you do or is perfect for it, they're going to look at you and be like, well, you know what? Yeah, this person doesn't have 100,000 followers, but they have a, they have 1,000 followers that are exactly the person that we want to buy our product. So, yeah, it t- no, you don't need 100,000 followers. You need to have a community that looks forward to what you do and is excited about what you do. And you want to have a few numbers to go to a brand. Hey, this is what I do. My audience is, hey, maybe it's mostly male or it's mostly female. And and tell them a little bit about you and what your audience like. It's one of my pet peeves when people say, I just want 100,000 followers. And I say, oh, and then what? Well, I don't don't know. Well, that's all. I just want (laughs) 100,000 followers. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. And I just, and I'm like, oh, yeah, then what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm like, I'm telling 100,000 followers does not equal $100,000 right. at all. Right. Oh. I have friends that have half a million followers, and they're lucky if they make 250 bucks from their Instagram. And I have friends oh, wow. that have a couple hundred followers, and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year because they have an audience that loves what they do and buys their stuff right? and they make the most of it. And they're speaking to that person. Whereas the person that has half a million followers doesn't know who is following them, doesn't know what they're doing. Right, right. They just grew and now they're like, oh crap, now what? (laughs) This is great stuff for our listeners. I love this. Fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) I love it. I know because there's so much out there right now. It's hard to know what's, you know, real and what. So it's good to have someone who's an expert telling us exactly what's working for you. So that's good. We like it. (laughs) We like it. But, you know, I have a question about kind of some of the controversy that's been going on in social media. So, you know, with the whole Russia scandal and Facebook and, you know, do you, in your opinion, do you feel Instagram is a safe bet for long term? I mean, it's kind of hard to predict what social media will be in the future. We know that. But, you know, um, since Instagram is owned by Facebook, do you see that impacting them at all? I mean, Facebook and Instagram aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not it's not going to happen. It's just too big of an empire. Mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, Instagram is definitely going to stay around. This is the thing. People's lives are on Facebook and Instagram. Years and years and years worth of their lives. People have shared pictures and stories and it's not going anywhere. There is way too valuable to people and also brands. And I mean, it would destroy the economy if Instagram wasn't around. It'd be crazy. So yeah, Instagram is definitely going to be around. It's definitely like the place to be right now. But I tell everyone, you are 
smoking something if you're putting all your eggs in one basket on Instagram. You don't own your Instagram. Facebook owns your Instagram. If you're not diversifying your followings and where you make money and what you do, you're asking for it. I think the most valuable thing people can have is an email list. Get your Instagram followers over on an email list today. Like, start it today. You don't know what's going to happen. What if someone hacked your Instagram account? Do you know how to get in touch with all your Instagram followers? Most people don't. You know, I mean, people that have millions of followers, they probably don't know how to get in touch with their Instagram followers if something happened. Like, who knows? Like, Facebook owns your Instagram. So, yeah, it's definitely going to stay around. But who knows how it's going to shift? You know, like, for example... Years ago, you could post something on your Facebook business page or Facebook fan page, whatever they call it now, and it get lots of likes and views and shares. Now, you're getting like point something of a percentage of your Facebook people that even see your, your post. And even mm-hmm. if you spent $10,000 to boost a post, your, your whole audience still isn't going to see it. So just wait till that happens on Instagram. Yes, Instagram is going to always be around and it's always going to be a great place that people can go look at the stuff you're doing. But if that's your ride or die only thing, not good. That's mm-hmm. why I'm so happy to see that you girls have like a podcast mm-hmm. and other things because that's so important because not only that, but also like having a podcast, people get to hear your voice and connect with you. Like that's the real connection people want is Got something it. like that. So yes, no, Instagram's going around, but you have to diversify. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. It's Got not it. smart. No business does that. So why should we as people put everything in one basket? Absolutely. And I have a question about the email list, though, pulling your like the email list from Instagram. Uh, do you suggest reaching out to them like as a post and suggest? I mean, how because not everyone puts their email address on their Instagram account. Where you can no, actually and I actually wouldn't it. say that. There's lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways that we've done it that's grown our email list. What I do is I do a monthly box of my favorite things. And it's 100 or $200 worth of goodies where it's skincare, makeup, whatever, just stuff. Stuff that I really like in a box every month. Oh, that's it's awesome. like, um, and, and so people, I share that once a month or a couple times a month on my Instagram or Insta stories or somewhere. And I say, you know, swipe up to get in a box of my favorite things, or I'll do a post about it and say, and I actually have a link for it. It's just um, ashleydiana.com forward slash giveaway. So that's a great way because people always want to win something. You do have to incentivize people to get them to sign up for your email list. There's nothing wrong with that. People have been doing that from the beginning of time. So (laughs) give them a reason to want to sign up. That's why why pop-ups on websites start. I mean, you have a pop-up. Some websites still do that, but not as much anymore. Mm -hmm. have a pop-up that says, oh, do you want my five tips delivered to your inbox? Great. Give me your email email. and I'll send it to you. So whether it's a free ebook or a free goodie box every month that you send out to people. Like people just love freebies and they want free things, but they want value. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, oh, get my newsletter. Like, cause again, that used to work, not anymore. Like right. nobody cares. Right. So nobody wants your newsletter unless they know it's packed full of value and they can't get it any, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So think of something that you can offer to your audience and yeah, put a post about it, you know, every month or, Put it in your Instagram stories and have the link in your bio, but an, an easy way for people to always click this and get this, and then we'll get your email address in that way. And just slowly do it over time. Um, that way you build your community and your email list, and you own your email list. No one else does. So it's very it's the most valuable thing that you can have. God, these tips are amazing. I'm dying over here. I know. I'm just going to get on her giveaway list now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey. really 
the box. It's really fun. And we also do a hundred dollar Nordstrom card oh, every month. It's like the same thing. Ashley Diana on forward slash win. That's and amazing. there they can just and it's on my blog too. But yeah, so there's different ways that, that we that. we do that. And Christmas is coming. So oh, Christmas lots. is a coming. Yeah. And we're going to have all of these links. We're going to get your website on our website and on mm-hmm. our social media. So we're really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even have to ask you about additional tips. My God, we you gave have us been so many. giving us such <laughs> good stuff. But uh, again, we want to know exactly uh, where to find you on Instagram. What's your call sign? Yeah, call sign. That's what What's your call say. sign? Call sign. <laughs> my, my Instagram is at Miss Ashley Diana. And my website or my blog is ashleydiana.com. Love it. Get it. And all the if the free trainings and all the other goodies and the giveaways and the boxes and all those things, all of that is on my link tree and it's ashleydiana.com forward slash links with an S. Links. Oh, good. And there's so just tons to of the different links. I like links and buttons. You can click there for the free trainings to cross promote and grow your Instagram and to win a box of free stuff and well I'll tell there. you I've taken the free Instagram workshop yeah uh, and it was phenomenal oh and thank you. I That's contacted awesome. Gina right, yeah, away, right away and I said uh hello this is amazing and mm-hmm. she was like yeah this is this is good stuff yeah um so I'm really excited to get our listeners on there and and participate in that and the creative cross promotions. I mean, this yeah, is all, all this such is valuable information, Ashley, and we just I'm appreciate so you yes. so oh my much. I'm Social so media happy I gold, could be here I tell with you. you guys well, next time we're in Vegas, baby. Yeah, exactly. There yes. you go. Yes. yes. Come to Vegas. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we just have one last question for you then. That went by so fast. It did go by fast. Yeah. What would your personal bumper sticker say? What sums you up in a nutshell? That's a really cute question. And you know what? <laughs> This came to me like immediately, and it's funny. And I said, my bumper sticker would say, "Stay in your own lane." <laughs> I, I like that, literally and figuratively. Yeah, literally, stay in your own lane. That's what everybody needs to do. I like that's it. That's awesome. why they're on the road or when they're on Instagram. It's <laughs> exactly. like stay in your own lane. <laughs> that works. I, I like love it. it, Ashley Diana. Thank you so much for joining us. We know pleasure. that our listeners are going to be stoked just having you on here. So thank you sincerely. Yes, it's been thank an absolute- you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. I appreciate you girls so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find all our episodes at twofabfems.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So stay tuned and stay fierce.